Hey everyone, I am super excited to announce a new online program, the Champion Sports Physical Therapy Mentorship. I've teamed up with Dan Pope and Dave Tilly to create this brand new 12-week mentorship program, and we're now opening it up to the very first cohort on June 10th. We hear all the time from people that they wish they had more mentoring and people they can learn from to help accelerate their careers. We're going to take you through all our foundations of sports physical therapy, including our clinical evaluation, working with non-operative and post-operative patients, building return to sport programs, and even learning advanced phase rehab and strength and conditioning principles for rehab professionals. In addition, we're going to have a bunch of case studies, a community, and live sessions to interact and ask us questions. We really can't wait. Check out the show notes to learn more and sign up today. The first cohort starts June 10th. On this episode of the Ask Mike Ronald Show, we talk about ways to use assistance in a cash-based physical therapy environment. The Ask Mike Ronald Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. I'm here, champion PT and performance with all of our uh, amazing crew. It's actually not all. I don't know why we say that every I say that every week, but uh, it's, it's some of our physical therapists and strength coaches are champion, the ones that aren't camera shy. But Dave Tilly, Duesh Podell, Dan Pope, Mike Scaduto, Lisa Lowe, Lenny McCrina. And we're always joined by some students that are hopefully having an amazing experience with us. But Len, who do we have for amazing students today? We have some really good students that I'm really proud to share with the, the audience. We have it's Cody an, Adams. It's an honor. It's an honor. Um, from Franklin Pierce University, not the New Hampshire Franklin Pierce. We have Brian Hunter from the University of Hartford in Connecticut, just south of Massachusetts. Right? South, yeah. Dean Bonneau from G-Dubs, George Washington University in Maryland. Is that officially Maryland? What's George Washington? Washington, D.C. And Sean Bean from UNLB, University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Is George Washington, Maryland? Am I right? In DC. DC. Oh, yeah. Okay. Foggy Bottom. What's DC? Is, is that like its own? Tons of geography today, Len. I really came came here for some for some other stuff. I'm getting tons of geography. I love it. Uh, what do we have for the question? Here? I think I think we got we got a, a rookie uh, uh, question asker. But who do we got today? Is it Dean? What's up, Dean? Who do we got? Yeah, I'll jump in. So we got Jason from California asking, hey, guys, gals, I'm interested in opening my own cash-based practice someday, and I'm curious as to what your opinion is on utilizing PTAs and PT aids in a practice and how much of the treatment session do you typically <laughs> allocate to your aids? Uh, that I would say from people coming from an insurance-based model to a cash-based model, that's one of the first questions I think we, I, I think we get asked that like 50% of the time with people when they come in with cash-based questions, right? So very common question, Jason, that, that you have, I guess, um, you know, there's, there's a bunch of different models that you can do that. I think as you see best fit, um, you can do it both ways. I think it just has to apply a little bit. Right. So I don't know, Len, yeah. Why don't you start? I mean, we, 
at champion, I'll be honest, like we do not have physical therapy assistance, uh, or techs or aids. Um, right. I think we have a different model for that, but I don't know. You want to start with that Len, on your thoughts. I'm, I'm not against it. I just think our model, yeah. um, we just don't need it. Yeah. I mean, we've been open for almost eight years now and we don't, we've never hired one, um, a tech or an, um, a PTA. And um, that doesn't mean we won't in the future, but we have no plans to, I guess, just because people are, are expecting to see the PT and to work with us and paying their own cash for the services that we provide, whether it's for a baseball injury or, or gymnastics and all that. And I think we just, we value, I think they value their time with us and, and, and we don't want to take away from that where it gets diluted in our situation. And so we've never really considered that or talked about it because we want that person to come in, work with us independently, work with us completely and, 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 and have that experience and, and not have to, we're not trying to overbook and double book and, and get more people in because we want to get people in that are valuing our time and we value their time. We want that perception to be that. And we don't want that diluted in any way, I guess. I don't know. It's a better way. I, I think it's not that, you know, they, they value time and we value their time too. I think that is huge. You're right. I think it's also that like we value our one-on-one time with them. And that's one of the reasons why we went to a cash-based model is that we wanted to spend one-on-one time with our clients. So typically when you add an assistant to you, it's to monetize the clinic more, right? right? It's it's not to help with that treatment session because you don't need help with that treatment session. It is purely from a business standpoint to monetize. And there's, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but um, I would keep that in mind is that I think we built it this way because we wanted to spend one-on-one time with them as well. So um, what do you think, Dan? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just going to piggyback off what you had said too, is that, um, and this is kind of one of the issues that I have is that oftentimes I feel as though when a patient comes in, they want to spend more time with me. And then oftentimes I want to spend more time with them too. So I'm a little bit weary of letting other people work with my patients. Um, but the other thing I will say is that I've worked with a lot of really, really good aides in the past where the patients actually love the aides and they wanted to work with the aides. And when they started to work with AIDS, they had a better relationship than when they were working with just me. So I could see, and we use the students, that's kind of our help here. Um, oftentimes, the patients love their experience even more because they like the ancest, you know, the extra staff, ancillary staff that's around, not just necessarily like an aide per se. So I think that it probably could be worked in in a way that's beneficial for the patient experience. But I think like Lenny's saying, you really have to respect that person's decision to go out of network and pay out of pocket potentially, you know, to be with a physical therapist. Yeah, I, I like that too. And, 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 and look, this, this has nothing to do with like skill or intelligence or qualifications, right? Like I've worked with tons of physical therapy assistants, athletic trainers, like people that would technically be like in an assistant role, like at a physical therapy clinic that are equally, if not more skilled than a lot of physical therapists I know. So it's not a skill or a knowledge based thing. This is purely just like as a business model, what you decide right. to do. And, and I, I think that's a really good point. Um, you know, I, I think there's, we talk about monetizing, right? So the reason why you would have somebody assist you is so that way you can book two people at once, right? Otherwise you wouldn't need people. So that is one reason why you do that. You could argue that starts getting away from the point that you actually do that. You actually went cash-based to get out of the insurance model was so that way you didn't have to overbook yourself. (laughs) 
But there is one other thing that you could potentially use an aid for that Dan kind of alluded to a little bit here. Um, it's not to monetize more, but it's because people want to see you more, right? So you have more people that want to see you than you can handle. What you do is you say like, look, we have a team approach here. I'll do the evaluation and then we're going to work together. We're all side by side. You know, we kind of do that at Champion to an extent sometimes, right? But like, look, we're a team here. This is These are my partners, you know, that help me with this. But it's, it's because you have more people that want to benefit benefit from your services than you can personally handle, right? So you would get assistance for that reason is so that way then you can, you can get your hands on more people, even though it might not be one-on-one time. And when you think of it that way, from that lens, to me, I think then too, that's like, I don't want to say like more ethical, that's not really it, but I think that fits like your core values more of why you would want to hire an assistant or somebody to help you is because you're trying to help more people, not that you're trying to squeeze more people in to make more money, right? If you want cash base, you're not, I don't think you're trying to make more money, right? Because it's not the most lucrative, profitable way to do PT, believe it or not. It's, 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 it's because you value the care over the, you know, the money a little bit, but uh, anyway, uh, anybody else have anything they wanted to share on that? Lisa, do you have some? Yeah, just quick. Um, I guess as I'm like rereading and rereading this question, cause it's like, okay, in the very beginning of like trying to open your own cash base, it, it, I don't know. It just like makes me uncomfortable to think that you're just going to be hiring somebody else to like do the work that you're like so passionate to like go in and do that. I feel like maybe that's a like three, four years down the line kind of question, potentially for all the reasons that we've already talked about of like, maybe now you're getting like busier and, and you, you want people want your time and you don't have as much of it as they want. And that kind of thing. Um, I feel like thinking of hiring those helping hands when you're first starting out, it's just like, I don't know, like they want to see you, let them see you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it too. You expect to be packed on day one. Congrats. That's great. That's a lot of self-confidence. Yeah. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we didn't have, we didn't feel that way about ourselves here, but, um, but yeah, no, I, I, you know, I honestly, my guess is, you know, from, you know, speaking to Jason specifically, cause he asked the question. Yeah. My guess is just that, like, that's just what people think is the normal model in physical therapy. And that's one of those, those first chains you get a break that like maybe we're not restricted to having to do it that way. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I would be really sad if, um, you know, I didn't work with all the people I work with, right. It's about the relationships you build, uh, you know, cash base, you end up being a little bit more concierge based, right. Like a little bit more attentive to all their needs. Like, you know, like, you know, I've on and off the field, but in and out of the clinic is what, you know, is probably better, you know, phrase to use with that. Like you, you, you really help these people. You become, you become their, their, you know, their, their person that helps them navigate through their health and their fitness stuff. So, um, you know, I think it'd be, it'd be interesting to do that, but I don't know, lots to consider Jason. Um, you know, I think you can structure this in ways that that'll be helpful. If you bring in the right people, I don't think it necessarily matters what their titles are or their designations or their degrees to an extent. If you bring in the right people in the right system that ultimately ends up in, in people getting an exceptional service. Uh, I think that's the key to it. So, um, so good luck, Jason. Hopefully your transition goes really well. If you have a question like that, some more career or business advice or anything related to PT sports performance, fitness, head to micro.com, click on that podcast link and be sure to listen to more episodes, Apple podcasts, Spotify, whatever you listen to podcasts on, please subscribe so you can hear future episodes. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRinal.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. 
And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReno.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.